0: good morning welcome back this is consumers doctor on the behalf of foremost organization we've been talking about personalized healthcare and putting the personal healthcare to all these tests on access of care quality of care and the cost of care. Today, we'll talk about access of care. Let's put the personalized health insurance to a test, to a test, which is so-called let's test it, see how the personalized health insurance performs as far as the access of care is concerned. When we talk about access of care, three most important aspects of any health reform are how it measures up against the standards. Number one, increasing the access to the medical care, increasing the access to the medical care. And number two, Improved quality of care, improved quality of care. And number three, lowering the cost of care. So those are the three metrics we need to assess. Purpose of any insurance, purpose of any insurance is to purchase protection before the onset of problems. Before we buy, I'll give you an example. You can buy hurricane insurance when a named storm is heading your way. An imminent potential claim from a known pre-existing condition generally precludes the purchase of insurance coverage at risk. At risk so because of the a potential claim buying health insurance buying health insurance to gain access to health care is different it is different. Pre-existing conditions are prevalent in most of us in most of us. Some individuals are born with congenital, pre-existing health conditions. Over time, many will suffer from accidents and illnesses. Others will acquire chronic conditions. Still, others must deal with normal disabilities of aging. You have to deal with the normal disabilities of aging. Before Obamacare, health insurance companies used an analysis of medical records, policy application information to profile individuals or groups seeking health coverage. Insurers wanted to determine the extent of the pre-existing sickness or illnesses reviewing your records. This is called risk selection. It's called risk selection. Before Obamacare, most states allowed health insurers the unilateral power to deny individual applicants or groups access to purchasing health coverage many insurers abuse that risk selection power they did by cherry picking healthy customers that's what they did they This, is, this has been happening too frequent. Underwriting abuses increased the number of uninsured individuals because they were denied. So the uninsured numbers went up. Especially disadvantaged were those who tried to leave a job where they had employer-sponsored coverage. They did buying an individual policy was difficult insurers limited access by using most extreme underwriting risk selection process in general limiting access to health insurance means limiting access to medical care personalized health insurance empowers, empowers consumers, consumers, you consumers, and assures access to affordable health insurance for all Americans. A pre-Obamacare study by American Health Insurance Plan, so-called AHIP, AHIP showed 80 to 89% of the health insurance applications that went through the medical underwriting process resulted in an offer of coverage. A significant number of applications for individual health insurance never even made it to the medical underwriting process. That's that's a beauty. Some applications received were either not processed. This is by the insurers. They're not processed because of lack of citizenship or denied for non-medical reasons. Yeah, look at it. Non-medical reasons. Because they failed you to provide the information. The insurers denied them. Acceptance rate varied by the age. Insurers accepted 95% of the people under the age of 18. Wow. They accepted under the age of 18. Only 71% people between 60 and 64. Older folks were more likely to be rejected for pre-existing conditions. Overall, all ages, two to three percent were deemed uninsurable. Most of them are older folks. Two to three percent were uninsurable. If you look at it in total, About 12% of the applications were rejected by insurers for medical reasons, for medical reasons. It is these critical 12% that are empowered under the personalized health insurance to access affordable coverage. affordable coverage they need and to cover pre-existing conditions so affordable health uh, and health insurance gave an access to those critically 12% of them which were not covered earlier These 12% many are working for small businesses work multiple part time jobs and are self employed most are hard working individuals and families seeking to provide themselves and protect their families folks this is this is what it is you can't cherry pick the applicants you have affordable So-called personalized health care gave those 12% the access. Personalized health insurance addresses the issues that no one now covered is dropped from coverage and no new persons are left behind or unable to purchase insurance that covers the pre-existing conditions. That is the key test for access of care. Personalized health insurance passes with flying colors. Secret here is access to the affordable health insurance provide access to the health care. This simple and obvious concept is frequently missing in the most health reform proposals. So the cost, the access to care, when you have the access, you get a quality care and you also got, it improves overall. So health insurance personalized did better compared to the earlier coverages, folks, health insurance, personalized, so-called personalized health insurance, is consumer-driven, patient-centric, that's very important. And it ultimately, consumers drive the cost of the care. Consumers demand affordable care, affordable premium and affordable care. Consumers, they are the only one will bring down the cost of the healthcare in this country. Consumers demand, always, any sector you see, any sector you see, consumer demands more transparency, affordability, and consumer demands affordability of the premium, affordability of the healthcare, both. Thank you for joining Consumers Doctor on the behalf of the foremost organization. If you like this channel, do... Welcome. Welcome to HIP Health Insurance Personalized is Consumers Doctor Dr. Bengala on the behalf of Foremost Organization. Risk segment today's topic is risk segmentation. Let's talk about risk segmentation. Insurance is based on a concept of risk pooling. This is an interesting, very uh, interesting topic, folks. So that's the how the insurance companies, the concept of risk pooling. That's how the premiums are based, sharing the potential cost with a large group of similar risks. So what does similar risks mean? It means grouping of people by their health status, such as number one, catastrophic, catastrophic, like cancer, rare diseases, head trauma, burns and number two, chronic and persistent illnesses. Example like asthma, diabetes, heart disease and mental health. And number three, at risk, acute conditions like smoking, high blood pressure, overweight. overweight, And number four, well category, like example, like no claims, low risk, good nutrition, active lifestyle. So there are four risks folks, well category, at risk category, and chronic illness, chronic and persistent illness. And number four, catastrophic. So these are the, this is how it needs to be segmented. If you really look at the typical distribution of these categories, it'll be, suppose, well category, are generally healthy, 48% of them are healthy. and they had no claims, 15% had no claims. If you look in the percentage wise, so only 12% of them put claims in that general 48%. Whereas at risk, at risk, at risk are, 14%, 3% and 3% if you look in the percentage wise, low, high and maternity, 14%, 3% and 3%. Whereas the claims were 15% folks. Whereas in the chronic illness category, percent of the population was 12 percent of the population had chronic illness and they had 21 percent of the claims, 21 percent of the claims, whereas catastrophic percentage-wise only less than 1 percent and they had 15 percent of the claims. So 63 percent of the population are generally well. They had only claims of 12%. If you are part of this population, you should have a lower premiums and benefit you from a healthy lifestyle, well-being, and others like you. So they should have a lower premium for 60% of the, 63% of the folks. Whereas 20, 20% of the population are at risk Category. This group generates 25% of the claims. And this group needs programs like smoke cessation, diet support, nutritional education, prenatal care, family planning. This group can lower premiums by prevention and early intervention. Yes prevention and early intervention. Whereas 16% of the population were chronically impaired risks. 16% of the population were chronically impaired risk. Those with chronic and persistent illnesses or diseases need significant medical care. Significant medical care. This group benefits the most medical maintenance, medical maintenance, and stabilization. Those with asthma, diabetes, heart disease, mental health issues can lower premiums, can lower premiums by following treatment plans and compliance with doctor's orders. This is where it The focus needs to be on this group. So we need to lower the cost by educating and being proactive. This is the most important category, chronic illness. We need to pay attention to this. Whereas 1% of the population are catastrophic impaired risk. This is a group of health risks deserve every possible help and support. This group generates about 15% of the healthcare premiums claims, healthcare claims. If catastrophic impaired health were segmented into a separate insurance pool, all other groups would benefit with lower health insurance premiums. and they would be provided with proper care and treatment given state and federal premium subsidies and offered information support for effective treatments. Those are the people we need to focus on. Neither politicians nor insurance industry industry leaders are discussing a risk segmentation approach. Why? Because it upsets the status quo. It does. Some argue it is not politically correct and could stigmatize the high-risk population. And others say it is too much like the system we had before Obamacare. That's what they say, others say, oh, it was like before Obamacare. Politicians seems to prefer a centralized, one-size-fits-all approach. That's how Obamacare, single risk pool with everyone lumped together. That's what it's all about. It's a premium base and that's how the premiums went up for because most of the applicants were denied when they tried to get the coverage their premiums were high, they were not only denied, and premiums were high. So a single risk pool is where everyone's premium is based on everyone else's health risk. There's no differentiation based on health maintenance, lifestyle, treatment compliance, not even age and gender, folks not even age and gender. It didn't make a difference. The premiums have are irrespective of their gender or age. So there is no financial benefit to being healthy, getting healthy, or staying healthy. That's what it is. There's no financial benefit. So under the Obamacare, There is no financial benefit for being healthy, getting healthy or staying because somebody is going to pay your bills. That's what it is. So how do we open our minds to new ideas and innovative solutions? Newt Gingrich, former US House Speaker, used to say there are two ways to approach a problem, no because, and yes if, there are two approaches, no because, yes if, they know because people want to protect the status quo and their personal interest and no because mentality inhibits the debate. It prevents the brainstorming or considering alternatives. And yes, if a person takes the same concerns and finds a solution, yes, we can do that what we have to do. Yes. If you're a yes person, you can gain control over your health and health maintenance needs. It can be a matter of life or death for you and your family member. Yes. That's what it boils down to. You have a right to be grouped. You have a right to be grouped with others who have similar health risks. Good or bad, it doesn't matter. Good or bad only then will you be able to get relevant and timely information appropriate level of coverage and proper medical care at affordable at, at affordable insurance premium that's only when your premiums will be affordable and once the consumers are given the choice they demand They demand the transparency and they demand affordable health care. That's when the risk segmentation seems to have full effects, full effects of affordability to all Americans. This is what we need to focus on now. You know, the lobbyists in Washington are pumping into these politicians and they want to, these lobbyists want to keep the status quo. Status quo. There are no, people so-called no groups. Yes, if group wants to change that, we want to open our minds and make it affordable for all Americans. This risk segmentation, folks, you know, since this health savings account started in 2002, we have been talking about risk segmentations for a long time. But right now, these insurance companies, politicians, they don't want to, the whole Obamacare is based on general risks. You can't do that. You need to segment the risk and focus on who needs the most care. Look at what is happening with Medicare and Medicaid. Medicare, now they want to embrace Medicare. Look at it. Medicare is going to be defunct because Medicare is losing. It's not salvageable folks. Medicare is going to be insolvent. We have no money in Medicare. And Medicaid, they're ignoring the people who need the most care. It's not working. Medicaid is basically, you're putting them into a a system where providers don't want to take care of them. None of them want to take care of the Medicaid or Medi-Cal. And Medicare is also wasting so much money pumping into the intermediaries. Department of HHS, if you're listening, you're putting in mind to the wrong hands, into the intermediaries where Americans deserve. You need to invest in Americans. Department of HHS, if they're smart enough, they should give that, whatever the money they're giving to the intermediaries, give it to the Americans. They will get the. They will, they know how to take care of their health. They will get the insurance what they need and they will save money into the health solutions advantage or health savings so-called HSA. Americans know how to handle their health you need to trust them and Department of HHS is wasting money by pumping money into the intermediaries like most of them are you know giving away the full risk contracts to the intermediaries why can't you give the same money to the americans which will lower the consumers are the only one will demand so it has to be demand control healthcare folks it cannot be top down it has to be bottom up it has to be bottom up that's the only when healthcare costs will go down because consumers demand Full transparency, consumer demand, affordability in premiums, affordable in healthcare. Thank you guys for listening. If you do like this channel, subscribe and share. Salute. See you next time.